Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. Such a madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to DDP Today, a show that's a little about us, a lot about Disney, and fun for the whole family. My name is Justin, and tonight I am so excited to be joined by not one, not two, not three, but four of my favorite people in the world. We are going to have an absolute blast talking about Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Before we do that, let me check in on everybody. I'm going to start with my buddy to the south. Mr. Dave, how was your day, bud? Wet. Like, <laughs> real wet. Like, um, this. Uh, so, uh, actually, today was a beautiful day. There was some cloud cover, and it wasn't, like, it didn't get, like, insanely hot. There was a random, like, sun shower that took the edge off the heat earlier in the day, and everything seemed to be going really great. And then about 4.30 in uh, Andy's backyard... And we're talking just torrential rain. You picked like a one place with no next, trees, no cover, no anything in the world, too. Uh, but we just wrapped up. So then we started walking. And, uh, like, by the time I got home, my feet were so cold that uh, from, like, having walked in wet, cold water for, like, a, an hour and a half, two hours, that I still actually have woolly socks on in florida <laughs> in august like legit <laughs> yeah that's pretty sad uh, yeah that's that's pretty sad also yeah. it is central florida how cold can the water be um i it talked about chilly. an episode not too long ago that there's no such thing as a cold you know shower or bath uh in the summer here because it's tepid all the time um <laughs> spe speaking of my good buddy he's a little bit north of me i missed him yesterday he was just right down the street from me but i didn't have a chance to uh to say hello and give that hug that i love Mike, how are doing you, man? Good, yeah. I was over in Charleston doing some car shopping because apparently there are very few and far between car dealers in Myrtle Beach, go figure. So I was down there, and um, if anyone's going car shopping before, you know how frustrating that can be. That's uh, never a, a great uh, time. But uh, but yeah, so other than that, uh, everything's good here. I was uh, actually got to do the uh, DDP draft with some of the guys before, so it was great to see some of them. I haven't seen some of those faces in a while. I kind of did it half in the car after dropping Sammy off at cheerleading, and I got to get on my computer home here, so... It was nice to see some of those smiling faces and got to reconnect with some of our DDP family. So I'm excited for that. And, and uh, I know you got a draft next week too, Justin, right? Because you got a couple of uh, teams going on. And uh, it's that time of year. It's the uh, NFL season. So it's a fun time of year. I keep I, I figured out finally after doing this for like three or four years that they just invite me to do multiple drafts because it's an easy twenty five dollars mm -hmm. in their pocket. They're just like, okay, let's just get Justin to do all of them. He he drafts kickers early. He doesn't keep up with it very well. He's completely out there. He has no idea what he's talking about. So he's uh, he's an easy mark. I'd like to point out that I was invited, and uh, when I invited I, you. When, I was trying when, to not be the bottom the bottom I, rung of the totem pole here. When I. Uh, picked myself off the up off the ground and stopped laughing i was able to say yeah probably not my forte so what is I'm football to... what is what is football um well you know what 
you two are great. I love you to death. I see you all the time. But Thanks. I am super excited about our guest tonight. We have two amazing guests. Uh, one's voice you have heard before on this show many, many times. Uh, I am talking about my good, good buddy, Craig McFarlane from Beyond the Mouse Podcast. But not only him, also his amazing wife, Anna. Guys, how are you all doing? Oh, I'm doing great. You know, it's kind of nice to be here in central Illinois. The weather's starting to turn kind of into that fall. And I know that we all love pumpkin spice here on DVP today, right? So, uh, no, it's it's all it's all going in the right direction. School's back in, and everything's going great. Yeah, it's going really well. Thanks for having me on today. It's a pleasure to speak with you. So excited! So so excited! You're coming fresh off a Disney trip. You have done Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. We we're going to chat about that, but first, I want to talk talk a little bit about Beyond the Mouse because it is one of my go to staple Disney shows that I love to listen to. And you guys have just been knocking it out of the park over there with some amazing guests, some amazing shows. So tell everybody one, and we'll do this again at the end of the episode, where they can find you a little bit. What's going on over at Beyond? Really the Mouse. appreciate it. So you can find us by looking at any podcast platform that you're listening to DDP today on. You can just search for Beyond the Mouse. We have had. Had a lot of Disney friends come on, a, a lot of celebrities as well come on. We've had some really good, uh, fortunate gets as far as interviews are concerned. And my co-hosts, Brett and Vanessa, we just love to talk Disney. So we sort of talk it all. We do some movies. We do uh, also some TV shows on Disney+. Plus, and then, of course, we love to talk about the parks as well. So if you like what you hear uh, about Mickey's Not So Scary on here, I'm also going to be doing, we're going to talk a bit about Mickey's Not So Scary and more of our recent trip report uh, in our episode this week as well so you'll be able to hear a little bit more different perspective on it and especially kind of our first dvc stay as well which is uh, what we were able to do for this trip well it's funny because you funny you mentioned that it's like you can read my brain <laughs> after all these years of being friends uh before we get into mickey's not scary i want to talk dvc because you know you and i went back and forth multiple times as you guys were kind of mulling over whether or not DVC was the right option for your family. You know, what is that a step you want to take? Um, now that you are DVC owners and you now have been able to use your DVC membership, tell me how nice is it to get there and know that you're staying in these incredible resorts. Anna, what was your first resort you stayed in as a DVC? Yeah, owner? the first one we stayed at was Wilderness Lodge and it was perfect for me. I absolutely love that resort. Um, I love them all, but I think that's a really good fit for my personality. And it just really uh, lends itself to um, comfort for me and relaxation and just such a great time. So um, I have stayed there before as uh, before we had our DVC and enjoyed it that time as well. And so then um, being able to stay there this time, I got to say, it was just a whole new ball game. It was just a total game changer. It just feels so, so nice and just a great, great experience. I have to say it's really it's completely funny. changing. Chris. Yeah. yeah, it's it's yeah. really funny because the last thing we did before we uh, put in for our offer for DVC was uh, Anna asked one last question, and that was, "Well, if we do DVC, can Justin still be our travel agent?" And so <laughs> it was nice to to make sure that uh, yeah. you're still in our corner here, helping with things uh, as well. But it was really cool. So we did we did stay at both. Um, DVC properties at Wilderness Lodge. And it was a short trip, but we did stay at Copper Creek one night and then we moved over to Boulder Ridge. And I think we might have been some of the last to stay in Boulder yeah. Ridge before the refurb is starting to go on. So uh, it was just really fun, a great property. And totally like what Anna said, you know, they say when you do DVC, you should buy it like it's your home and you should buy where you want to stay. And Wilderness Lodge is just perfect for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it um, on a previous trip that we've worked together on. 
about Wilderness Lodge as kind of this hidden gem that a lot of people don't think about staying, you know, because you're that close to the Magic Kingdom and you think, uh, I want to stay on the monorail loop. But you don't realize that you can step off the monorail loop barely and get a amazing price for an amazing resort with Geyser Point and, mm-hmm. you know, some amazing, amazing architecture. The rooms are incredible. The food at Artist Point is one of my favorites. Um, Dave tried to literally get me lost at one point over behind uh, uh, our Wilderness Lodge. It's it's such an amazing resort. Didn't you, Dave? What'd you do? I, I did. Uh, we were out on an adventure, and I took him through a, a random gate that I knew about and through some cool backways, and he's like, I didn't even know this was here. Um, what I was going to say is I love Wilderness Lodge um, for – because as you said, it's so close to Magic Kingdom, but you still get that vibe of seclusion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you kind of get this beautiful balance of both aspects. And because of that, uh, it's kind of almost the forgotten um, mm-hmm. uh, of the deluxe resorts because you start listing deluxe resorts and you go contemporary Polynesian Grand Floridian, Animal Kingdom Lodge, and then you jump across to your Epcot ones and you go boardwalk, yacht, beach, and you go... What else is there? And then you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I forgot about Wilderness Lodge. It's just kind of hidden in there. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. I love it. And I'll tell you what, the the yeah. place that I think I'm going to spend so much time over the next, I don't know, whatever, 45 years or whatever <laughs> that we own this is uh, that Territory Lounge. Because you all were talking about yes. in a previous episode, you were doing mm-hmm. that pick one. And I'll tell you what, I would put that up against so many other lounges. We had the fondue uh, there and it was probably one of the best things that I've had uh, at Disney. It was so great. And then we didn't get it this time, but they had those like chocolate cauldrons that they brought out and like the people like that were getting those. Oh my goodness. I am for sure getting that uh, the second that we get to Wilderness Lodge next time. So it was just great all around and a really cool experience and nice to know that we get to go back and so we've already got our trips booked. We're excited about seeing Wilderness Lodge at Christmas time, but we've also have trips booked where we're going to be staying at places like the Poly and staying at now Beach Club and Grand mm-hmm. Floridian. A lot of these resorts that we never even imagined we would have the ability to stay at. And now we're going to have that because of uh, DVC and how this has worked out. So it's not to like make a big advertisement for DVC, but it's really cool. It's it's like you said, Justin, you texted me when we put in the offer and it, and it went, it passed uh, through Disney. You said like your Disney life just changed and it, it's really true. Mm-hmm. No, it, it is a hundred percent true. I think, you know, Mike, you, you know, for a fact, being a DVC member that, you know, it makes it so much easier to travel. The fact that you know that you're going to go stay and Craig, you said it perfectly with, look, when I grew up, I never thought I would stay at these resorts. This was not something we did as a family. It was not in our price range. Um, you know, I probably still wouldn't without DVC, I wouldn't be staying at these deluxe resorts. And it really is a, a nice addition. If you are a massive Disney fan, um, you know, Mike, it's, it's changed for you too, you know, especially as the girls got older, being able to get bigger rooms around Disney property, which can be tough. If you're paying cash for yeah, it, uh, having girls and having the uh, needing that extra little bit of space. I mean, you stay at a place like Old Key West or one of those kind of rooms where you have a, an enormous amount of space is, is fantastic. It really helped us out a lot too because um, as the girls got older and we were doing cheer competitions, um, we wanted to come stay. And you know, it's funny because we were just talking about on the DDP draft about how expensive hockey is. You know, because some of the the boys are getting into hockey there and they're doing the hockey stuff. So 
having that extra expense of doing your family stuff and being able to have your rooms being already taken care of and having fantastic rooms taken care of, it's one less thing you got to worry about. So when we would go down for cheer competitions, staying and paying for that extra lodging was never an issue because we always kind of knew it was in the bank because we had the points and stuff. So uh, it really helped out our family quite a bit. Well, from your DDP Today family, let us say welcome home, McFarlands, uh, to being DVC members. I absolutely love the fact that now you guys are going to be able to take the family for years and years and years to come um, and maybe experience Disney a little different where you don't have to rope drop. You know, you can sleep in. Uh, I want to hear those stories where you sleep till you know, 11 o'clock. <laughs> Me and, too, and, you know, Justin. <laughs> Me too. That's, that's, what, that's what I want to hear. I want to hear about those. Uh, well, let's talk a little bit about what this topic is. I mean, what we're here to talk about, and that is Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. The party is back and better than ever. I am so excited. Missed it so much. It's a staple in our house. Uh, 37 nights this year running August 12th through October 31st from 7 p.m. to midnight. And man, it is absolutely the Magic Kingdom looks as it should. I think it's more beautiful at Halloween than it is at Christmas. I know that's not a uh, a statement that most people will agree with. Uh, Dave is biting his, his uh, fist right now. He can't believe it. Does anyone agree with me on that? Ooh, Anna's. Anna. Anna does. Yes, I'm so yeah. happy she came yes. tonight. This is awesome. I'm, yeah. Halloween. I'm, I'm not a plant. Also. No, I really do. I love oh, it. Oh, okay. Mike is all. Mike's Halloween, Halloween as well. Yeah. Craig, are you Christmas? I actually, we've never been there during Christmas. So I we am. We have. Well, okay. Well, no, you, very, you did. We came, like, we came like January 1st, which I, you know, again, like at uh, that, that point, count. it's, you know. It's over. Right. Thank All right. You. But I would say it's Halloween, still decorated, but the vibe is yeah. gone. But Halloween at Disney is just like next level for us. We loved coming. Like it was back in the days where you could get the free dining and all mm -hmm. of that, that we started really going a lot of times. And Mickey's Not So Scary became a staple for us for a couple of years there. And so mm -hmm. we hadn't been there. We did the math. It was since our son was born. So 2015. Yeah, that was the last time I did a Mickey's Not So Scary. And uh, that really sticks out. But I think we did pretty much every year since 2013, 14, 15 those years all in there hmm. yeah yeah mickey's not so scary as for us it's that's our family picture every year and we dress up so i think the first question i have to ask is did you dress up for this event we, we did we did yeah. yeah we had to do like you know the the disney hot florida hot dressing up because we did go to the first party on august 12th so we did more like t-shirts i actually had a, a woody hoodie and my son was buzz Lightyear, and we had jesse with us as well <laughs> Yeah, it was really fun. I knew that my son would want to go as Buzz because that's what he was for Halloween last year. And just being in the Florida heat, I wanted to make sure he could maybe not be so hot. So we just did like a T-shirt and stuff. And he had a great time being in it and having a good time. And it's just a core memory, I think, for him. He'll always remember it. And he thought, how fun is this that my parents get to dress up with me, too, because we don't always get to do that. This is true. Um, it is. It was really hot. I was in there on August 12th. It was a very warm evening uh, as everything was wrapping up uh, from the standard day in the Magic Kingdom. I was walking around and it was a very warm evening. There were lots of people involved. Um, it's something you need to be really conscious of when planning your, your Halloween costume. Uh, because, I mean... Halloween in Florida basically starts July 3rd now, let's be honest, okay? July 5th, I mean. Like, as soon as that other one's out of the way, they're like, let's go, people, come on. Like, August 12th. Yeah, they, they, really? it's insanely early. Um, look, 
by the time this is done, like you said, it's going to be mid-July. We're going to get Mickey's not, yeah. Mickey's not So Scary. And also, Flower and Garden's going to end, and they're going to be like, oh, tomorrow is uh, food and wine. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy it. The, uh, no, no. The only thing stopping that is it does take them like a, a few weeks. Like oh, they need like three out. weeks <laughs> to pull out. the buildings out, pull the new ones in, and get them set up. But yeah, it's, it's happening. Well, Anna, I have a... Oh, Go ahead, Greg. Really Sorry. quick, in defense of the August 12th start is that this was the one that worked out, you know, we have a first grader and we don't necessarily want to pull him out of school. So this was really the only opportunity we had to be able to do something like a Mickey's Not So Scary, having to travel in and all of that. So it worked out timing wise for us really well, but it was very early to start thinking about <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> but how fun is that? Like to kick off the Halloween season, just start it that way. It's great. I have a rule in my house, Anna, that if Disney decorates, I can decorate. So August twelfth now is Halloween can go up. Yes. And then and then on on November first, it's a clean transition. It takes place from a midnight till five in the morning of taking Halloween down and Christmas goes up. It's a magical transformation at the Suter household. And then the only thing is I we a lot of times have our tree up until March. Um so we just once it's up, there's something about taking a tree down that's so depressing. I just go, why not? We take the outside decorations down. We don't what people think of we're crazy um but the inside ones it's fine leave them up yeah yeah because that's what's gonna make you think that's the squeaky wheel that needs to be fixed well i want to talk to i want to talk to you guys a little bit about your day leading up to the party um you know with having party tickets you can access the park a little bit early you can go to the four o'clock mm-hmm. um which makes it nice it's kind of a free park day uh, for those people who don't have annual passes, um, did you all did you all get annual passes? I can't remember. No, it didn't. They didn't come back, and this was the year that we could have used them. And so that's right. Now I'm yeah. I'm part of the frustrated crowd that they're not back, and it doesn't. You know that all the calls and stuff like that that we've heard it doesn't necessarily seem like they might be coming back. But um, but yeah, though this would have been a good time to have them for sure. Man, that's really rubbing salt in the wound, is it? I shouldn't even ask that. I knew they're not selling annual passes. And that's, just, that's just really mean. I didn't even mean that. It tells you where my head was. Um, well, did you all head over early that day? Did you use your park ticket as a kind of bonus extra time to get into Magic Kingdom? Yeah, we did. And I'm glad we did because it was a busy entry. So I'm glad that we headed over when we did. Gave ourselves a little extra time to get in. And then we had a dinner reservation right at five. And to me, that was a nice time to go in and get situated in the park, grab some dinner um, and just kind of settle in right before everything started really going at seven. So we utilized that time to have dinner. We got a few rides in and just had a really good time just kind of walking around the park since we hadn't been in yet. It was pretty cool to be able to like actually hang out at the resort a little bit too. I am the person that when I'm at Disney, I'm like, I'm only at Disney X number of minutes in the year or whatever. So I want to try to make sure I maximize every single second of that. But like this was what was good about it was that like I actually was able to sleep in a little bit. I was able to just like enjoy the pool and stuff like that. But then we did get in. uh, I think we actually got through the gates at about 430 because Mm -hmm. they were doing this thing. And this is something I wanted to mention uh, in case they continue to do it. Like they um, we had the tickets on our phone but they wanted everyone to individually have their ticket on their Apple wallet. And so Hmm. the cast member that helped us at the front gate, like she had to basically try to um, 
get us to be able to put this on our phone in a very specific way. Mm-hmm. And she had actually done that for the group in front of us. And it, that group, that family was a family of eight. And so it took a while for them to get in. Now, I don't know if that was just first night, like jitters or like whatever the case may be. She ultimately just ended up checking our IDs to make sure mm-hmm. that we had the same name as what was on our ticket. Uh, and so they, she let us in that way. But that was like it we were talking about it on the way in. We were like, if they're going to do this for everybody, it's going to take a minute to get mm-hmm. everybody in this place because um, I'm sure no one really sets it up that way. I, we just had it all on my phone as opposed right. to everybody else's. Well, I don't always load my phone either just because I know Craig has it and we're going in. So it's just easier to do one, but they want to meet a verify as well. So just something to keep in mind if you are going in a big party, that was at least our experience. Okay, that that's not a that's not an issue for the two of you because a it's two people and b Craig seems fairly technologically savvy <laughs> to be able to scroll between two tickets and scan them to get right, the attraction. Exactly. But when there's one person that only just recently learned how to open their phone, who's in charge of those eight tickets, and you're standing behind them in the lightning lane, <sighs> you know, you know. You know Monsters University where they're creeping through the library and Sully is at the back of the line losing his GD mind? That is how I feel. That is my spirit animal in that moment. Just going. It's, yeah, it's just, come on, people. Multiple phones, have them loaded and ready to scan. But I appreciate that that isn't necessary for everybody. Here's here's my question, because <clears throat> like when we've done the event in the past, multiple years, right? We'll take the Mickey's Not Scary ticket, and it's linked to my Disney experience. Thus, it's linked to my Magic Band. Were people able to use their Magic Bands to really? No, no, it was, and you know, like in the past, like back in the day, uh, in 2015, <laughs> in they would actually yeah. send like hard. They would send like hard passes, right? Yeah. And they would actually say like. Make mm-hmm. it sound so scary on it or whatever. And they didn't do that. And I'm sure somewhere in like that, you know, 20 page email that uh, Disney gives you when you purchase a ticket, uh, they probably did say in there, like assign it to a different Apple wallet or whatever. But it, it just ended up being like, it was fine once we got yeah. in. It just took a minute to get, because there was a big crowd of people. It was literally the first night. We were some of the first people to get into the party mm-hmm. for the first night. So it could be that it's not an issue at all. But I thought I'd ju- we'd just bring it up just in case. What if you have, no, an- I think- what if you have Android? <laughs> I was going to think the same thing. I don't know. Like, I I'm literally, because she just kept saying, like, you just got to assign it to your Apple wallet. And I think it was because if you- she was trying to make sure that I was Craig and that Anna was Anna. Mm-hmm. And like, so she ended up just going, do you just have your license on you? Because when I showed her my ID and then Anna showed her hers and she's like, that's fine. Because yeah. But I don't know, like, I guess why does any like there's a you can go a bunch of different ways with it. But like, why does this like if you have two people getting the ticket and it just ended it's up two being people entering. that Justin is using it instead of Anna, like you still had the ticket. That would have been awesome, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Anna, stay back at the resort. Tonight. I'm taking Justin with me. <laughs> I miss that uh, invite. Also, if you if you have an Android phone, you're already used to being ostracized <laughs> okay. because you're the person I was that just turns my s- conversations <laughs> green. Okay, so I texted. I texted. It was so funny you said that, Mike. I texted Dave earlier today, right? And for some reason, you know how even when you have an iPhone, 
sometimes it, if you don't have good service, mm-hmm. it'll come up green. Yep. So yep. as a tech, you instantly are like, you want to text like, didn't get rid of iPhone, still have, <laughs> you know, my mistake. But yeah, like that one green blip in the middle of my blue messages are uh, are definitely not what I want. For all of you, we still love all of you Android users, you know, and we love that you can find our podcast and listen to it. Dave's shaking his head yes. Um, so let's move on to the day. Where'd you eat at dinner? We went to Skipper Canteen. You know, it's the one place oh. where we decided we decided we did it like in our spring break trip. And we actually we just fell in love with that place. We love the aesthetic of it. We love uh, the look. We kind of love all the lore of it. Like you can really deep dive with interviews uh, from Kevin Lively, who's a former Imagineer now. Um, but he kind of helped design that place and really put some love into it. There's so many little Easter eggs about the Jungle Cruise in there. Uh, Dave, I, it would be great to go in there and eat with you, someone yeah. that probably knows all of those Easter eggs because you could probably take the entire like dinner just like pointing out different areas of the restaurant but it is so cool we love the food we got the noodles which are kind of a new mm-hmm. um item we actually both Ooh, enjoyed yeah. the same thing and it was just awesome it was great one of my favorites that is no longer there, so I have no problem just throwing this one out there, is that the original menu was, uh, it wasn't a multi-page uh, menu like it is now. It was a large piece of card that had everything listed uh, front and back, and that when you flipped it over at the very top, it said backside of menu. <laughs> That's great. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it. I love it. And, and like even the uh, what's yeah. cool if you have little kids too mm-hmm. is that all of the cast members in there and all the servers, what they'll do because we've had uh, two of them now, and it seems like a, their shtick is to like walk up to your table and give you a Jungle Cruise type joke like every five minutes. And so our our son just laughs and laughs and laughs because of course like those dad jokes are just like what he absolutely loves. And so uh, that's really cool too. So I. Highly recommend Skipper Canteen for sure. I love the fact that you guys love us because this was a plan. When we were planning your trip before you were DVC, we were talking about your dining. I was like, try Skipper Canteen. Yeah. I really enjoy it. Like the food's good. Um, I think it's. I think a lot of people kind of skip out on it. Um, it's gotten better over the years. Uh, I really, oh, skip out on it. See what I did there? <laughs> um, I, I really enjoy it. Mike, have you eaten there? I have not. Uh, every time that I've looked at it, the menu seems a little bit elaborate for my children's taste. So I haven't uh, haven't really explored it lately and what the latest menu was. You need to go. Uh, it looks elaborate. But it's not. That's I, the important word in that sentence. It's really I think not. that the, there there is, there's something that's called uh, it tastes like chicken because it is. And that is like, if you aren't that adventurous of an eater, I think that's the dish to go with. But then also mm-hmm. they do have, and I know your, your uh, kids are a little bit older, but they do have like the standard Disney kids fair because like our son got like mac and cheese or whatever mm-hmm. you know uh, even though it's skipper canteen okay it's disney world there's always yeah. mac and cheese like, that's <laughs> good mac and cheese too. Um, <laughs> it is good mac and cheese um you can have like the 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 elite mac and cheese at like uh homecoming yeah. Uh, which is great, but yeah. Um, and uh, here's what I love is that that um, that meal of tastes like chicken because it is is a reference to uh, the board that hangs above the load platform where it's all the different uh, types of uh, thing that is being served, and it's chicken-ish and the, uh, chicken adjacent, and all of these like references to it. So yeah, that one is looks like chicken it tastes like chicken because it see, is. we're gonna invite you yeah. out to dinner sometime dave and uh, okay. it's, it's not because we want it. you just to tell us all the cool stuff that's around we just want the company <laughs> <laughs> okay that too that too <laughs> 
Um, well, let's talk a little bit about the event because, like we said, the event is back. It's something we all missed like crazy um, with COVID. You know, it was the one thing that went away. And, yes, we got a abbreviated version of the event uh, a little bit. But it was not Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party by any means. Um, so, you know, the one thing whenever we talk Mickey's Not-So-Scary is – there's a lot of ways to kind of attack this event and a lot of ways to experience it. And a lot of families do it a lot of different ways. And a lot of people have priorities that they put above others. Some it's candy. Some it's making sure you have a fantastic uh, spot to watch, you know, the Villain Spectacular or, or uh, Mickey's Booty You Halloween uh, Parade. Uh, how, when you get there and as a family, what was kind of your main priority you're looking at? Are you like, I want to get as much candy as I want? Or are you like, hey, limited crowds, I want to ride attractions. Or is it really the shows that you want to see the most? Yeah. Or the meet and greets. <laughs> Character meet and greets. That's true, too. Yeah. That's the other big one. Well, yeah. for us, because we we're right there at Skipper Canteen, um, we kind of made it a tradition when we went in March, but the first ride that we go on is Jungle Cruise. So right when we got done eating Love dinner, it. we're like, you know, it's party time now, pretty close. The line is really low. Let's just hop on Jungle Cruise and did that right away. It was a great transition from dinner kind of into the party. And at that point, like lights were starting to change. And that's when I think the park just gets really cool because you have that like twilight time and they start to bring out the fog and then the act, the um, characters meet and greets are starting and everything's just really getting going. So it's a really neat time. I think that's my favorite time of the party is at twilight when that transition happens because it's just kind of magical to see it all turn over. Um, but we, you know, I will say that our attack changed based on when we went as a couple versus as a family. And because our son can't keep up at the pace we can as a couple, as a couple, we would just be like, we were all about the rides. We would get all the rides done all night. Didn't really care about the meet and greets, caught the parade. But then now as a family, I knew, and I've been thinking of a long time since my son was born, how much he would love this Halloween party. And I really wanted him to see the parade. Um, and I knew that he would love that part, but he could really be, he's pretty nonchalant about fireworks. He doesn't really care. So I knew that that wasn't something we needed to see on our list. And he honestly, I think he's kind of afraid of them. So we skipped that part. Um, but so after dinner, we just kind of got some rides and that was our thing for him. Those, it was our one park time. So we wanted to make sure to get the rides in that we're not going to be able to do. That is a good time to do during the Halloween party. Like Peter Pan's flight was great because it had a very low weight. We went and did um, Barnstormer because it had a very low weight, stuff like that. Yeah, like that was what was cool. It's like those little memories. Like I rode Barnstormer. Um, the cast member just let us keep going in the front row. We did it three times in a row and we could have just kept going because there was no one on the train with us. And it was just like, um, those are the memories that I would take with uh, this as well. But then also seeing like some of the cool things about the party. Like the one thing that we missed that I know Anna wanted to see was the cadaver dance. And it's funny because mm -hmm. we went because we went the first night of the Halloween party, you could throw a Snickers bar from the treat trail and you'd hit a vlogger anywhere. So we've now gone back and seen some <laughs> of the vlogger videos. Um, and so we did see the cadaver dance. And it's funny because they were in Frontierland like the second that we were in Adventureland. So we were so mm -hmm. close to them. Um, but that's a really cool thing to see too. But yeah, you know, for us, it was always much more about the rides than it was necessarily the meet and greets. Um, we did see a couple of the meet and greets kind of in passing, which was neat mm -hmm. because uh, our, our son's not necessarily a big like into like the, the hugging and stuff like that. He's more just like he just wants to kind of say hi to them and then like they can go. So when they were walking past because uh, they were magically taking a break or whatever they were doing, uh, then he would be able to see them that way. So we got to see like all the Winnie the Pooh characters in their outfits. We've also saw several others, like all the Alice in Wonderland characters towards the teacups. And that was really cool, too. And then that was another thing we wanted to make sure we did was all the rides that had 
have overlays for the party, like the mm -hmm. special things that they do for the rides too. Yeah, let's talk about uh, let's talk about the attractions a little bit. You know, they do make some of the attractions a little more inviting uh, for your Mickey's Not So Scary guests. Something a little different. What was one thing you took away from one of the attractions that was different than if you rode it during the middle of the day? One of my favorites is just the Haunted Mansion, and I, for me, that's a must-do during the party, of course. But um, being able to see the, some of the ghosts that were sitting outside of the mansion and have that interaction with them is so neat. And it's just really neat with the lighting that they have on the mansion at that time. And it just really set the tone for me for the party. I love that. Yeah. And they, 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 yeah. they were just like kind of getting, expanding the lore of the part, the haunted mansion and everything too. And they were like, you know, they were like, well, some of these people call it the haunted mansion. We just call it the mansion, you know, stuff like that. That was just really fun. <laughs> love it. Um, Mike, have you, I know you're a Haunted Mansion fan. Um, have you been to a Halloween party and seen the Haunted Mansion during that time? I have. Uh, the last Halloween party we went to, I want to say, was 2015. I don't remember any kind of overlays uh, or anything special. I remember some overlays during... Um, for the for the railroad, I know there was some some I remember some stuff there. I don't remember an overlay at the mansion though, but I do remember that was one of my bucket list things. Like you have to do the haunted mansion on a Halloween party. It's just one of those things. Uh, and there was also a very good at the time. I don't know if it's still there. A very good trick or treat trail to get candy <laughs> right down by the uh, steamboat. So right as soon as you come out of the haunted mansion, if you kind of go to your right where you would get where you would go to Tom Sawyer's Island, you there was a little trail down there, and they had some really good full size candy bars. So that was a good spot. Oh, uh, yeah. That so is that good. was one that of my good. favorite candy um, spots. Yeah. Haunted Mansion isn't necessarily where the attraction gets an overlay per se, but it's got like the, the people out the front. And did you get to see the uh, ghost sitting in the garden yes. bed? Yeah. There? yeah. Yeah. And that was just really cool. I love it. I just love it. It's, it's neat to see like in a time when coming out of uh, everything that's been going on uh, at Disney with the pandemic and everything, like the last thing to come back has been those like cast members that are doing um, the acting and like all of that interaction. Mm -hmm. And so it was really cool to see that throughout the night for sure. Do you know if, uh, is Space Mountain doing its yes. different element? Cause Deep Space Mountain is probably my favorite. Uh, it was a uh, change. It was like a spiritual event for me. Uh, it was, uh, it was <laughs> like, you know, like Space Mountain is already one of my favorites. And so I didn't know if I was going to be able to do it because we assumed that uh, Space Mountain would have a huge weight. Mm -hmm. But uh, Anna mentioned that we weren't necessarily into the fireworks because we knew that our son just is just not like it's too loud. It's just not his thing. And so we weren't going to go wait on the hub for that. And so we walked by kind of during the fireworks and I saw that Space Mountain listed a five minute wait. And I was just like, I was like, Anna, I got to go. I got to go do this. Like, and so just, yeah, yeah. So, so, you know, dividing and conquering, like, so he went and did Space Mountain and we did a trick or treat trail together and just got some candy. Yes. So it was a great thing. And our son loved doing that. If like, if you haven't walked through those, they're just so fun for him. Like they can get the candy and he loved doing the one in the tiki room and getting to see all the birds. And like, he just had a great time doing that. So that's kind of how we did our treat trails is like, if dad's off doing something, then we'd walk through or when they were doing like some of the rides, maybe that I wouldn't do like barnstormer, I would go get some candy. Yeah. I was just literally giggling the entire time i was on space mountain because like, you can't see anything i mean i was, I was it, it's just incredible you can't see at all it's beautiful did you do uh alpha or omega i did the alpha yeah yeah okay yeah cool but, yeah i mean they're both amazing but yeah like it's just pitch black yeah, it was just like you can hardly you can hardly see like you can't see your hand in front of your face and i hop in 
I hop like, in with this guy. Like, it's a hilarious picture. I need to post it. And I, I haven't yet. Sorry uh, to all of you. But like, it's, it, I'm, I'm hopped in with like these people that are dressed like the Mad Hatter and Alice. And the Mad Hatter guy, I mean, he was decked out. Uh, and it's just incredible to like, just jump into like a, a rocket with the Mad Hatter and like going on this journey. It was just awesome. It was just great. Well, I'm not a Space Mountain person, so I appreciated doing People Mover at the end of the night because then we could go through Space Mountain and I could see just what it looks like with all the it's lights off. And it's, like, it's pretty dark in here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I absolutely. Well, I knew whenever Craig came off of Space Mountain that the one place you would find him was, of course, at a dance party because the dance parties are back this year at Mickey's Not So Scary. Uh, there are two of them. Uh, they take place from 7 to midnight, so pretty much from start to finish. Uh, one's a storybook circus over at Disney, the Junior Jam, and the other one is the Monster scream a dance ball. Did you all check in on the dance parties? Yeah, we walked. Yeah. Uh, we kind of walked by them. Uh, we checked them out in that way. We didn't necessarily dance ourselves, but it was just cool seeing them kind of getting all set up. It was funny because... I had read it incorrectly. I thought the Tomorrowland was where Powerline Max was going to be. And it's funny because mm -hmm. the Monsters, Inc. Uh, cast members and DJs over in that area look an awful lot like Powerline. And I was like, oh, man, is Powerline going to come out here? You know, and so uh, but it was it was a lot of fun to walk by those two. And everybody was having a blast. Yeah. And walking by Storybook, Storybook Circus was neat because it was so just kind of secluded at that time. You went again, I think probably right during fireworks and you're having a great time back there because it just felt really personal and private. And like, it just felt really um, close and impromptu. It was they, great. They had all the Disney junior characters back there. So if you have yeah. little kiddos that loves Disney junior, go back to storybook circus, especially if you don't necessarily want to do like fireworks and all of that. Um, when those times where people are really on main street, there was literally no one else back there. I mean, I told you we were mm -hmm. on Barnstormer. We could have ridden Barnstormer 20 times on our own and uh, they would have just kept letting us go. So it's it was a cool opportunity to have like the entire kind of area of Storybook Circus to ourselves, basically. Yeah, see, that makes it really nice, too. If, if you can skip a big event like that and plan your night around it, I mean, you can meet, because back in Storybook, you got Daisy and Donald plus Minnie. Um, they're all there. And then also Pirate Goofy. You can meet him there. But one of the biggest things you can do, and I know Mike, this is his staple. He's got to do it the next time he's there, is that you can, of course, line up to meet Jack and Sally mm -hmm. at the Town Square Theater. Um, and people are saying, listen, listen, I've been multiple times. I've been in line. That line can get up to two, three hours long uh, to be able to meet them. Mike, you've met them before, am I correct? I have, yes, I did. And I got fortunate enough that it was only a 45-minute wait. Uh, at the time and place when it was, they were at the, I think Tiana does a meet and greet there now or was doing a meet and greet. It's the um, that little trellis area out by where mm -hmm. the uh, Christmas shop is. That's where I mm -hmm. met them. When, I don't know if they're still doing it there, but that's where I had met them and gotten pictures there. Um, like I said, I got very fortunate. I had walked by there and it was 45 minutes and I really wanted to do it. And when I said, well, you know, it's under an hour. I, I think it'll be a good idea to do it. So I got on 45 minutes and it was probably probably about 30 minutes altogether. So it was a little less than what they what they had projected it for, which was good. So, um, yeah, I had some cool pictures from that. Craig, did you guys brave the line to meet Jack and Sally this season? We walked in. Uh -huh. Actually, one of the first things we wanted to do right at four o'clock was to go try to see Mickey at Town Square. And then we walked in and I think we did it incorrectly because we did not end up going to stay and see Mickey because we saw all these people there. But I think that those were actually the people that were lining up before the party yep. to meet Jack and Sally. So likely we probably could have met Mickey with yeah. a pretty low weight. 
um, because they did have them kind of in the same area, you know, how they used to have Tinkerbell in that area. That's Mm -hmm. where they have Jack and Sally right now. So, um, but no, we did not hang around for that. And then, of course, you can also meet all the Pooh characters over in Fantasyland. That's a great picture. I love when they do yeah. the group photos when you get them all together. Do you all head over to Fantasyland and see them? Yeah, we did get to see them. Uh, again, we didn't necessarily wait for characters. It was just more like we saw them like walking through. And that was some great interactions because they all gave our son like a high five. And, you know, mm-hmm. like we still got that. <laughs> we felt like we cheated the line, right? It's <laughs> like here we are, like actually getting to see them and interact with them. Um, but that was great. Well, we did the teacups overlay as well. And when we were doing that, then we got to see the characters there as we were going around, which is also really cool and magical because it felt like you're really a part of the story. It was great. Yeah. Anna, I can't do the teacups. <laughs> It's the only attraction at Disney I've gotten sick on. Oh so no! I, I, I can't. I can't do it. Hey, it's I remember that no. Soren story from Patron. So Soren was a mess. That is a story I'll tell you. I can't say it on the main show. That is a. It was. It was worth the two dollars a month that I spend on Patreon. I'll tell you what. Uh, to hear that story. That was. That was. However many people, eighty-five people, however many people fit on that. That was. I ruined eighty-four of their day, uh, really quickly. So it was. It was pretty. Pretty unique. Uh, well, listen. It's not a. Mickey's not so scary Halloween party without seeing the boo to you parade. It's the highlight of the evening for a lot of families. I know it is for mine. Um, were you all able to find a great spot and, and kind of watch the boo to you parade and to take me through it, having it back, going through the magic kingdom, um, creating those memories for so many families. It's, it's just such a magical moment. So this was really cool for us because we, uh, the, the first people that brought us to Disney as adults, uh, were our friends, Tom and Rhonda. And their daughter is now dancing in the Boutique Parade as a Haunted Mansion ballroom dancer. And so this was going to be her first night performing. And so we were really excited about it. We wanted to make sure we got a great spot. We actually went to the 915 parade and we were going to have this great spot in Frontierland, right where they kind of make the turn uh, heading towards Main Street. But unfortunately, there was a lot of rain that night. So they rained out. The benefit of having a cast member uh, that knows you're going to be there, she sent us a message and was like, we're not going to go out. Uh, And so (laughs) she let us know. And then we knew that they were going to try to get it out for the 1115 parade. And it just kind of worked out because we came out of Tomorrowland and I got a message saying like, hey, we're starting. Uh, We're going to go because it looks like the weather's bad. We're just going to start going. And so we ran over to Main Street and not only did we get to see Powerline Goofy go down Main Street and mm-hmm. to be able or Powerline Max go down Main Street and dance to uh, Goofy movies, my favorite, one of my favorite Disney movies. So mm-hmm. you get to hear like stand out and eye to eye. And then also to see that booty you parade. I'm not a parade guy. I'm not a guy that wants to like wait around. I'm always like, again, I said, like, I like to maximize my time at Disney doing rides and stuff like that. But Booty You is something so different. I mean, it's just so cool to see all those characters. And like my son, our son just loved it. Oh, my goodness. Like just to see his eyes light up. I don't know that I've ever seen him that excited before. Like a truly core memory for him. And just to see it. And I even had um, people that were sitting next to me that goes, wow, your son is really into this. He absolutely loves that parade. I go, I know. Like he was so into it every part. And then he would turn at me just in amazement. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe they just had a pirate ship. Oh my goodness, I can't believe I just got to see all my friends out there. He was just in awe the entire time. And so just to see that through his eyes was magical. And I've always loved that parade. So it really made it just so special. In his defense, it's probably, oh, 
Is it the best night? It's the best night. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, hold on. Hold on. Mm, <laughs> hold on. Discussion Paint before. the night. Absolutely. Paint the night. Paint the night is way Paint up the night there. Is spectacular. Uh, but anyway, um, it's it really is good though. A phenomenal. It's really good. It's like making me choose my favorite child, and of course we know which one that is. But let's not point it out to the six-year-old. Um, so well, and it, like it, think... was, it was fun because like uh, you know we embarrassed. I'm sure we embarrassed her, but like uh, I was like getting all excited. We were on actually. It really felt like food and wine because I was on a trash can, and so I could like <laughs> position my phone. Oh. So we were live streaming an authentic for, experience we were live streaming it for uh our friends back home that that know um this this cast member i don't know would she get in trouble if i said her name anyway bailey um is her name she she did a she did a great <laughs> job but uh it was like like we were like getting ready for that and the people next to us were like oh are you, you look like you're really into this and i was like well yeah we've got a friend in the parade and so like when she walked by like like this entire cheering section was like bailey <laughs> that's and, you know, awesome. she's dancing around uh as the as the ballroom dancers and that's such a cool like because mm-hmm. the the haunted mansion goes into the ballroom dancers and you see like um constants on the hoverboard little thing mm-hmm. and then you yep. see um the grave diggers and you see the grave hitchhiking diggers. ghosts yes. I and mean, it's just like oh. so cool it's such a cool uh it's it's like definitely my favorite part of that parade too. yeah it's great and the hitchhiking ghost band is great, but those grave diggers with those shovels. I want to do that like, so bad. Right? <laughs> you think you think think my HOA would would absolutely just hate my guts if on Halloween I dress up like grave digger and just drug it down the do sidewalk? It. <laughs> just do it. Like if you so if you can actually get a little bit of flint placed onto the tip yeah. of your of your shovel, you'll actually get that spark effect uh, coming off it. I don't know. Yeah. We, we have one of those ridiculous um, Facebook groups for our, our neighborhood because there's like th- you know four thousand homes, three thousand homes in our neighborhood, and they I would definitely make the ridiculous one. That would be that would be <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you know, we we talked a little bit about how you know fireworks, um, you know, wasn't a staple for y'all's family. You were able to take that time to go and do other things and really check it out, but. Fireworks are back this year at 10.15 every single night. The not-so-spooky, spectacular fireworks. Dave, I know you have checked them out. Am I correct? I have. I have. More importantly, Mike, have you seen what they're doing with uh, that show um, right now? I have not. I have not I have not been any kind of spoilers okay. or anything. Um, so, no. <sighs> Unless you're going to get there this year, you need to go and see a video of it um, because – it's spectacular. Um, I, I'm talking that without. Uh, I assume you're now going to go and watch it. So let's talk mm-hmm. about it because there's a there's a 14 foot jack nice. so on cool. stage in front of the castle. It's gigantic. It requires multiple puppeteers simultaneously working in in, co- in coordination, and it is uh, just visually fantastic. And it's one of those things where sometimes you're like. Watching a video of this, is it going to, like, not seem as cool? Watching a video of Jack standing in front of that castle is phenomenal. I love it. It's so cool. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out then. Um, yeah, a little different this yeah. year. Here's Very Disney's cool. uh, quote on it. It says, Disney's not so spookular or spooky spectacular is hosted by none other than Jack Skellington from Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. This show includes state-of-the-art projection effects, lasers, lighting, lighting, and fireworks. Fireworks are only presented once per evening. It says, Jack has come to tell a not-so-scary story about how anything can happen on Halloween night. Jack's ghost dog, Zero, then flies off 
carrying everyone along on a trick-or-treating adventure where four friends, Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy, find themselves drawn into a mysterious haunted house. Their journey takes them from one room of the house to another, encountering dancing skeletons, waltzing ghosts, and a whole series of troublemaking Disney villains. Mike, this sounds right up your alley. Yeah. Now I'm kind of thinking maybe I should book a last minute trip and go down. <laughs> We're going to be down there. Uh, we have the yeah. Universe. Maybe I'll, yeah. maybe you know I'll skip Halloween Horror Nights and head over there. We have Universal know, Unleashed Nights of Fear coming up September 14th through the 18th. Uh, if you've not gotten a hold of us, of course, get a hold. Still some little limited availability for that. Um, just to throw that plug right in the middle there. Um, but I've got to ask the question, Craig. Did you and Anna have the opportunity to see the one, the only, because he is back, Headless Horseman ride? You know, we didn't because no. it was, and my understanding is that because of the rain, mm-hmm. the Headless Horseman has not rode yet uh, during a Mickey's Not So Scary because uh, the rain has just been just crazy this uh, every night, it seems like. Yeah, as kind of adds said, to this. Yeah. I was just going to add to the specialness of it, though, because I've been blessed to see it before in the past. And so I think it's kind of neat if you get to be able to see it again. Yeah, it's it's such a cool thing. It's cool, but trotting a headless horseman is nowhere <laughs> near run, as cool right? as it yeah. used to be. He used to canter. That thing was belting down the middle of Main Street, USA. And now da, it's da, da, like, da, 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 da. I'll take it though, man. You know, <laughs> you know what the one, the one thing? It's still cute. It's amazing. I'm not trying to say it's not cool. Don't pee in my Cheerios, cool Dave. That's the one. Uh, <laughs> that is the one thing that COVID gave us is an appreciation that we lost it all. And now it's back. And I'm like, he could literally like moonwalk that horse down Main Street. How cool would that be? <laughs> and I'd be like, this. okay, that might actually that would be cooler. awesome. That would be amazing. Um, Two to stand out and eye to eye. Love it. Love it. I'm here for it. I'm done. That's the, the way new we show. end our family, we kind of have a ritual. The way we end our night every single time is that we go to the midnight showing of the Hocus Pocus Feeling Spectacular. It is every night at 8 35, 10 45, and midnight. And uh, then in August and September, um, at 740, 835, 950, uh, midnight in October. So those are the, the times for that. Uh, did you guys have an opportunity to see the Sanderson sisters? We will see them grace the uh, Disney Plus screen September the 30th on the brand new uh, Hocus Pocus 2. Uh, so exciting that they will be in the Magic Kingdom. They are back and better than ever. Did you all have a chance to see it? We did because we caught the last parade. Then we were already in a perfect spot. We just walked down Main Street. And we just, we watched part of the show because it was so rainy that night. They did an abbreviated version. So they just kind of did the big, the big song and um, and invited everybody out to dance. And it was great. It was kind of a short and sweet version. And it was really good for our family because it was probably time to go back to sleep anyway. But uh, we did get to see him and I love it. It was wonderful. Yeah. I mean, all of you, all of you know this feeling, but I've, I've been kind of like waiting for that feeling of your kid on your shoulder, just dead asleep. Uh, as you walk out of the magic kingdom and that happened that night which was really cool um i really enjoyed that but like yes we so she saying i put a spell on you i will tell you what the the cast member that they have doing that and i'm sure maybe they have a, a couple um magical cast members uh that uh that maybe do it but the, she sounds so much like bet midler no that is, is Midler. in it was i mean really yeah like it's just so amazing <laughs> so amazing so uh, they do have some und- they do have some understudies, but they have uh, a primary. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
So just, I mean, like just <laughs> I, I, this, the, the, the mannerisms, the, the intonation, like everything about it was just so perfect. And uh, it was an abbreviated show, but honestly, like you're there for the Sanderson sisters. Right. So like we got to see mm-hmm. the part that we really wanted yeah. to, which was really cool. Exactly. Um, yeah. Let's jump in real quick uh, as we start to close this up and talk about some of the extras that you can do while you're at a party. And that is, of course, you can get some amazing, amazing snacks. You can get some amazing merchandise and you can get some amazing uh, magic shots. The magic shots, you got the Headless Horseman, you got the Haunted uh, Mansion animation, Grim Burning Ghost uh, with the Ghost Coach Driver, the Pumpkin Patch, the Haunted Mansion Dancing Ghost, the Dancing Skeleton Specialty outside of Ariel's Grotto, um, the Apple around the park, and the Scary Pumpkin. So lots to choose from. Did you guys have a chance to take any magic shots while you are around? You know, we didn't have, because uh, Justin, as you know now, we don't have annual passes. We did not uh, have our photo pass. So we decided not to necessarily do a lot of like photo pass photography this go. But we have before. We did it back uh, when we were there last in 2015. And we did some of those magical moments then. So it's kind of that focused that party. Um, And we have some really great shots from that time when we did them. And this time it was neat, too, because they have some really neat, I don't know if they call them vignettes or what they are. We can step into part of the story. And so that was really cool to see those. They have a really neat one for Hocus Pocus, too. And it was fun to see those around. So it was really fun. Yeah. That kind of like back entrance that opens up for the parties. They also had a really cool Mickey's Not So Scary one there as well. And they had a photo pass photographer. So it was Mm -hmm. we definitely saw them there. We just didn't necessarily take advantage of it this go. I love that back uh, entrance way for the party where you come in. And even if it's this or the Christmas party, it's always some great kind of stuff to to take pictures with, photos with. So The statues. I, yes. I don't think I remember the statues. Yeah. Is that new? Uh, I think They've that's been there. new. The, the, the ones yeah. in the yeah. bypass? Yeah. Uh, they have been there. But um, if your last one was 2015, they may not have it's been. So funny. It, like, it, it's so funny because of Magic Band Plus, which we had. Like, you saw so many people go up to them and try to wave at them because, <laughs> like, they were expecting oh, them. So like, it's almost like they should have put that technology on these statues. <laughs> um, but it was that was that was really fun oh, to great. see those two. Yeah, they've been there. For, they've been there for a while. Uh, those are really cool because there's not a lot of opportunity to go back there and, and check those out, um, unless you're doing a party. Let's talk a little bit about merch. Y'all buy any awesome merch? Any pins? Any uh, shirts? Anything like that? We went through. Um, we went through the area uh, because we wanted to check it out, but we were trying to stay a bit on a budget. So there was some really cool merch, though. We saw mm-hmm. a ton of the kind of like acid wash uh mickey's not so scary shirts which are really neat um i'm not a, a we're not big like spirit jersey people but the spirit jersey looked pretty cool for this event too yeah and i have one from a few years ago that i absolutely love that i got at the party so they're definitely merch that i love at the halloween party and i'm a huge hocus pocus fan so it's always neat to see what they have coming out this time of year for that um but definitely a lot of really cool stuff out this year all right so you'll you'll appreciate this uh so katie saw on facebook a hocus pocus kind of sweater not sweater but it's like you know it's got like like a i don't want to call it a shawl because she's gonna kill me if she if i make her sound like she's like 80 um <laughs> she does it is, she does it, it is like a shawl you though you know like that, um so anyway so she ordered it and it? i i get the tracking for it. it it gets shipped out of ireland it's in ireland for like four days right the next time it scans in was in la and i'm like which way did you go? Like this, you know what I mean? Like what a crazy way to go for those of you listening. I'm on the, I'm on as east as the east coast as it you was can cheaper. be. I am like, as the crow flies, five miles from the beach right now. Um, yeah, and it just arrived today. So she was super stoked that she'll be able to wear it this fall. But it was a really weird 
like path it took. It went it went all the way around the world in like you know fourteen days, not eighty days, uh, to get to us. It was. That's it was quite, quite a journey, journey to, yeah. to get over here to us. Um, but that has nothing to do with the show, but I just thought it was fun to talk about. Uh, did you eat any cool snacks <laughs> while you were there? Because that, yeah. the, that is kind of the big thing that a lot of families like to do, too. So yeah. they, they called it the Binks cattail, but it was mm. more of like a, a bear claw uh, that we had over in Cheshire Cafe. The, the only problem that I have with that location is that they don't have drink holders. And so Anna and my son had kind of gone off. This was before the first parade was canceled. And so they went to go like scope out a, a spot. And I'm like trying to get through the hub. Like I'm, I'm over in. Um, kind of storybook circus, kind of by Tomorrowland and Fantasyland, that kind of area right there by the teacups. And I'm trying to like work through the crowd in the hub through the um, Sanderson sisters show to try to get to Frontierland. And they they didn't have any. So like I have two of the Hocus Pocus, like witches brew coffees. Mm -hmm. I have like Mm -hmm. a bunch of the bear claw, like Binks uh, treats and just, it was horrific to try to get through there, but I didn't drop a single thing. No, and it was great. I loved my coffee. It was so good. Like it was nice and refreshing and like the perfect thing to drink at nine o'clock when you have a few hours left to go. Like it was great. It was a really nice pick me up and we kind of needed the little extra sugar then. So is that it the one that got the sprinkles on top, Anna? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It has like a really nice foam on top. Is it's it like a green like, foam? No, it's red. It's orange. It's orange. Right? Is it like, yeah. it's orange. Is it, okay. I don't know, like it cotton candy? Out, yeah. I mean, Craig was just worried about not spilling it. I'm just proud yeah. of you for not spilling it, period. Um, well, it was it sounds, good. Sounds like you got had an amazing time. It's been a while since you've been at the party, and now you're back. Is this now Now that Mickey's Not Scary is, is uh, you know a key to being back every single um, July, August, September, October, November, you know, what all those uh, months? Will you all do this again next year, or will you wait a couple years maybe to try it out? Oh, I would love to go again. I think it's just a really fun event for a family. I think it's a great thing to do. It, it's just so much fun. I love it. We're like getting ready for the the airplane ride home. And our son just goes like in the most earnest way possible. It's just like, can this be a family tradition? Oh, he knows. <laughs> like, the button push. He knows. Done. Yeah, like to go. do to yeah. do like the weekend yeah. kind of before school starts and all that. So I, I bet we'll be back. You know, D- uh, Dave, one thing that I've always wondered, too, is you know, with you being a VIP tour guide, you don't really see a lot of tour guides going throughout the party. Is this something that people can use tour guides for? Uh, Yes. Uh, A tour guide can be booked during any operation of the theme park. Uh, So during the times that they are open, you can utilize them. So um, one of the cool things about them, uh, how do I word this? Um... Walt Disney World VIP Tours utilizes the Lightning Lane access to be able to enter mm-hmm. the attractions. Now, even though the Lightning Lane is not operating during the uh, during the Halloween and Christmas parties, Walt Disney World VIP Tours utilizes <laughs> the Lightning Lanes to access the attractions. Yeah. So when we, we definitely are not allowed to say that we give you front of the line access. <laughs> but you <laughs> use the lightning lane uh, to we utilize you use the, the lightning, lightning lanes, lanes to be able to access. To do that, I, that the makes sense. Nobody else is using. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, I didn't say that. Whoa, Craig... whoa, whoa. I'm just saying what, what the tour guides utilize. Craig and Anna, as we, uh, as we close up our evening and Mickey's not so scary and you're all's incredible time there, uh, anything you guys want to add to your evening that we kind of missed or skipped out on? I will say that, you know, uh, VIP tour guides aside, uh, that people have been saying that the party costs an awful lot of money. And it, it is true that it does. And it has gone up in price. I think probably when we went in 2015, it was probably $90 a person. I believe we paid $160 a person uh, for that first night of the party. I will say, though, that in terms of like if you're looking at eight hours of time in the parks if you're a ride person i think you get more out of this than you would purchasing a day ticket and then also genie plus and so it's about the same price if you kind of factor that in and you're going to get more out of it in terms of being able to get into the rides do whatever it is that you want and then you also get that cool entertainment too all those specialty things and i understand that uh we don't want to pay more at disney but it's really neat to see those interactive elements in the cast members for the entertainment side of things that you, sometimes you don't get to see and i think that that's where the party really excels you get to see really cool interactions with all these different people dressed up in costume and they're all really having a great time yeah, and I think it was just really neat to see. I love it when people dress up for the Halloween party and getting to see all the different families and different costumes. And then people bond over that. You'll see somebody in the line that's dressed like you and you'll strike up a conversation about something. So it just feels like a big family fun event, just being able to share that with the Disney community. Very cool. You know, it's been a long time since we've, we've been able to talk about the uh, Halloween parties because, you know, with COVID and everything, it's been gone away for a while. I was able to experience it a few years ago. You guys get to experience it now. One of the most greatest things about doing these parties is with all these special events, taking some pictures so you can cherish these memories. And you know what? If you go on, if you go to one of these parties, put them on a DDP page because we have some amazing DDP family that post some great pictures. And it brings me to my favorite thing every week, and that would be Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Of the week. It's time for it's time us to for get, us our, picks to get our picks of the week. All right, Craig and Anna, since you are our great guest this week, uh, Craig, why don't you tell me what's your pick of the week? Well, I have to go to uh, my running buddy, John and Sarah. They look like they're having such a great time and they have so many cool pictures, especially around the Magic Kingdom. And it's just really cool to see that that whole like adventure that they're having with their family. And uh, I'll tell you, this is really quickly put in a plug to the DDP Sorcerer's running page as well and that running group because John's out there every single day uh, posting that he's running and it's a great inspiration for me who's training up for my first run Disney Marathon too. Very cool. Anna, what's your pick of the week? Yeah, for me, it's Irene. Uh, did this incredible new project. Um, says that she has 119 more to go of these gorgeous crocheted squares. I think that maybe it's going into, it looks like um could be a blanket or a different project, but it's just it's really, really nice. It has this nice Mickey shape, and I can't wait to see more to come from you, Irene. Very cool. Great pick. Uh, Justin, what's your pick of the week? Yeah, I'm going to go with Gaetano Izzo. Uh, he said, birthday picks with Uncle Roy. I'm in the minority of the minority of the minority here, but Roy is my favorite Disney. 
did a lot for the company. Without him uh, kind of having the, the purse strings, then uh, Walt may have just ran out of money at some point. So, uh, yeah, I mean, let's be honest. He, he was kind of the level head at, at a lot of lot of moments. So um, I love it, man. They're, they're a little guy uh, sitting that there. That statue just, is amazing. It's so good. I, I love it. It's so good. Sharing the magic is such a beautiful statue, and it's such a beautiful dedication to Roy. It's so perfect. I love the picture. Thanks, brother, for, for posting. All right, cool. Dave, what's your pick of the week? Uh, a, a name that I don't see pop up very often on our DDP today, uh, Hunter Mixon uh, posted a few photos. Uh, he has just completed his first ever Disney cruise. Out of the gate, he went with a seven-day Western Caribbean on the fantasy. That is doing it upright and I feel like he listened to the show and got some pointers because first cruise out of the gate he also did Palo Brunch yeah, which we have star. talked at yes we've talked at length about um, and he said he's already planning his next uh, Disney cruise I completely understand uh, I have one booked for the second or third week of September third. and at times yeah, sure um, I don't know I just show I know up your schedule my wife tells schedule. me to yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> um, but um, and it ties in with this week's episode because we're going on a Halloween cruise uh, Halloween on the high seas is happening so uh, very excited for uh, Hunter's uh, first cruise glad he enjoyed it uh, some great photos definitely worthy of a mention during our pick of the week Mike, how about you, buddy? Very cool. My pick of the week is going to go to, and it ties into this week's episode because we're talking about Halloween and the Haunted Mansion. It's going to go to Joanna Crinian, and she's got some amazing pictures of some really cool pins. I'm a very big pin fanatic. I like my pins, and uh, those are very cool. I haven't seen those before. Those are some Haunted Mansion-themed pins. And uh, Joanna, you have my pick of the week. Absolutely amazing. Uh Craig and Ann, it's been so much fun talking Mickey's Not So Scary with you tonight uh, as we close this up. But we've got more to do because we do have our Patreon on the other side. And I've got a very fun topic that I am going to absolutely um, blow you guys away with. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I hope you're ready to be a little bit silly. Um, and if you want access to, of course, that Patreon content for as little as $2 a month, you can join, be a part of that, and uh, get all that special stuff. I do want to get back to the running page just really quickly, Craig, because you were mentioning it. Um, really one of the most positive, uh, uplifting, motivational places on the Internet whether you're taking your first step or your millionth, uh, it doesn't matter where you are in your journey. We're there to cheer you on, and those people are there to cheer you on. And there's just so many great people over there. Um, next week's show will be based around the DDP uh, Sorcerer's Running page because we've got something really special that um, a lot of great people have worked really hard on, and we will be rolling that out. And it's going to be a call to arms, call to action to all of not only the DDP Today family, but also Beyond the Mouse family, uh, some other podcasts, stuff like that. And we are going to try to do something very, very special um, that I think, I don't think, I know that these communities can come together and we can get it done. So we'll be talking about that. If you've not joined, go over and join that group, of course. Um, also, if you're looking for the Universal Unleashed podcast, it is now on its own feed. Um, the uh, We kicked the baby bird out of the nest and it learned to fly. Uh, so you can search for that. And, of course, we have Universal Unleashed Nights of Fear, September the 14th through the 18th. Get a hold of us. Show at awaywithmetravel.com to come join us in everything scary over at Universal Orlando and SeaWorld's Hallow Scream. Um, guys, I want to get some closing words Craig, and I'm going to start with you. Craig, uh, I've gotten emotional on this show before talking about our friendship and kind of... Like I, on a weekly basis. <laughs> on a weekly basis. It's emotional. Um, <laughs> I'll never forget, we had just started recording and um, my, my phone went off and it was, a me it was a message from Messenger and I'd never talked to you before 
and you just sent a message out of the blue and just said, hey, man, welcome to the Disney podcast community. Um, if you need anything at all, I'm here. And that has stuck with me for five years now that we've, we've known each other. And it just speaks to the quality of person you are. And I've been lucky enough to call uh, you both my friends now for years. And so I appreciate you all very – see, I'm doing it again. Appreciate you all very, very much. So I'm going to turn it over to you uh, and some closing words uh, tonight for, for coming on. Tell you what, it, it's just been great to to come back on and to thank you for your support of Beyond the Mouse. You've been on several episodes as well, uh, Mike, Dave. You uh, you come on anytime you want, but I will tell you that it, it's just cool the the bond and the community that you all have built here. And I mention that every time because it's just like the the people that you all know. I mean, you took this amazing cruise, and so hopefully we'll be able to join you on one of those trips in the future. And I'll tell you, Justin, in that five year time frame, we've never met in person, which is insane. I know, it's crazy. And uh, it's crazy. Marathon Weekend, I believe that we are going to finally rectify that. So we will get, it better It better be a pick of the week when we get a picture <laughs> of uh, Justin and I hugging, okay? So, uh, so you know. no, we've got, but, we've, got, we've got other photos that we need to reference that week, so. No, yeah, I mean, it's just yeah. really, it's just really great. Uh, thank you so much. Very quickly, I just want to say in that DDP Sorcerer's Running page, Michael Taylor is doing some amazing work, so I wanted to call yeah. Him out. Uh, he's doing, you're talking about inspiration. Michael's inspiring me every single day to get out there and to continue to run and, and train up for that marathon. So, uh, Anna, you got Yeah, I really feel like you all are a big part of our family's return to Disney World. We haven't been since man was two years old and didn't really remember much. So, this past spring, being able to go back to Disney and to really have that be, I feel like, our first experience where he remembers things and our first trip back to Disney. I feel like you all had, had a part of that as well. And so, just being able to make that magic happen and just make it be a tradition forever it's just something that's really special so it's really neat well I, I gotta say look we if you've not done it already you've got to go right now you've got to click beyond the mouse you've got to subscribe you've got to catch up on all the episodes join uh the facebook groups uh the social medias but also look i've been a guest on another podcast you do and we're even though this is disney we're, we're we love ted lasso so you've got to also plug the great peanut butter and biscuits because that's an amazing show i love it Peanut butter and biscuits is a lot of fun. Uh, my co-founder with our network of podcasts, uh, Jeremy and I, we we fell in love with Ted Lasso, and I've watched that show. I mean, Anna, how many times have I watched that show? Like so eight many times, times or so. Uh, and it, it just it's meant a lot to me. It's great uh, show. If you haven't checked it out, we've had some really great guests, including Justin. He's been, I think, you're our most reoccurring guest host, which is awesome. And then also uh, we've talked to a lot of the cast members as well. We just had a, a wonderful conversation with two Emmy nominees with Tahib Jamo um, and then also with Nick Muhammad. Both of them are up for an Emmy for Best Supporting Actor this year, and they both we'll see who ends up winning it, but uh, it's a great show too, so go check out Peanut Butter and Biscuits as we work up to season three of Ted Lasso. I love it, man. I, I, can't, I can't wait. I've said it before. I'll just be the guy from the Tom Green show that just sits in the back in the window and just, you know, nods my head and smiles every now and then if you'll just let me come on the show because uh, I love it. It's, it's once again, it's kind of what we all like to do with Beyond the Mouse and with DDP today is create this positive place for people to go um, of a like-mindedness to, to kind of celebrate that, that thing they love so much. So uh, with that said, Dave, let's do some closing words, buddy. Let's head over to Patreon. Yeah, let's get into Patreon because I'm excited for uh, the creative aspect uh, that's coming our way uh, this evening. Um, it's going to be a whole lot of fun. But, I mean, speaking of fun, 
like Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party is one of those iconic fun moments of the Disney calendar, and it's back. It's back, baby. It's back. Like, I was so excited for I, – I didn't even get to be in the park for the actual party, but just knowing that it was happening, knowing that we – like it's one of these big leaps forward that we're seeing Disney take uh, on this road. Um, and, I mean, don't get me wrong, Hoopty Doo reopening was a <laughs> yes. big one, but this is also way up there on the list. So very My closing words? Uh, Craig, Anna, thank you so much for coming on the show. I, it's been a long time since I've been to the Halloween party and getting to hear it through your guys and hear it, having your son had a great time in the party. It was really, really cool. Uh, thank you for taking your time to be with us tonight. Thank you for being a huge part of our family and supporter of us. You know, like, like Justin said, um, thank you for all your support from the beginning. And, and, you know, definitely your podcasts are fantastic as well, too. So I appreciate having you guys tonight and I enjoyed recording with you guys tonight. I knew for a fact, Craig, I would get choked up when you come on. It's just a staple, and it happened again. Guys, thank you so much. DDP Today family, have an amazing week. Make someone smile. Spread some Disney cheer. And but until next time, we'll see you real soon. Have a good one, everybody. Have a good night. Cheers. On behalf of the Disney dads, we want to say thank you. We hope you find a little magic in your life every day. Spread some Disney love and keep moving forward. And they all lived happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the wonder. And that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.